Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real with you for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. Nobody is going to push you out of bed to work out. Nobody is going to make you eat better. But here's the thing. Nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. Two and a half million people, each doing the Beachbody program that fits our own goals. Over 80 to choose from, some that take just 20 minutes a day. Nutrition plans that teach you how to eat healthy and still enjoy food. What we all have in common is we know it's not easy, so we help each other. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. That's why I'm inviting you to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Let us help you succeed. Here's Al. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Welcome to Unexplained Extra with me, Richard McLean-Smith, where for the weeks in between episodes, we look at stories and ideas that for one reason or other didn't make it into the previous show. In last week's episode, Hoping for a Spark, we heard the bizarre story of Miguel José Viana and Manuel Pereira de Cruz, who in 1966 were found dead lying in the undergrowth of a forest-covered hill in southeast Brazil. The men's deaths and the peculiar circumstances surrounding them has come to be known as the Lead Masks case. Though there are numerous theories as to how they were killed, certainly the wildest would have to be the notion that the men had somehow died while attempting to access another dimension. Whether we believe it or not, there's something eminently compelling about the synchronised sighting of a strange ball of light seen in the hills around the time the men were thought to have died, as if they had somehow succeeded in creating a rip in the very fabric of space. Some have suggested this strange light may have been the result of natural phenomena, caused by a thunderstorm that was said to have broken out on the afternoon that the men died, 
It has been suggested that whatever this was may also have killed the men. Either way, it appears Miguel José Viana and Manuel Pereira de Cruz were very much interested in the idea of communicating with other worlds, even if they didn't actually manage to do it. And just like them, 32-year-old Granger Taylor from Vancouver Island also had an extensive knowledge of electronics and a burning desire to visit another world. His too is a tragic tale, clouded in mystery. On the night of November 29th, 1980, Bob's Grill in the city of Duncan on Vancouver Island was full of people sheltering from a growing storm outside. One customer, dressed in logging boots, denims and a sweater, sat quietly by himself, picking his way through his food and occasionally staring out of the window as the wind and rain lashed against the glass. Server Linda Barron recognised the man as Granger Taylor, a regular who, though he didn't talk much, was always pleasant and easy to deal with. Barron watched as he finished up the last of his food, then grabbed his keys from the table and headed back out into the storm. Moments later, she clocked him jumping into his Datsun truck and watched as he pulled away and drove off into the night. Granger Taylor was never seen again. The following day, at his parents' farm at Simonos Lake, his parents, Grace and Jim, found a note taped to their bedroom door. Dear mother and father, it read, I have gone away to walk aboard an alien ship as recurring dreams assured a 42-month interstellar voyage to explore the vast universe, then return. I am leaving behind all my possessions to you, as I will no longer require the use of any. Please use the instructions in my will as a guide to help. Love, Granger. Ripping it off, Jim spotted a map that Granger had scribbled on the back of it. No one since has been able to fully ascertain its significance, though some have suggested it pinpointed a spot on Waterloo Mountain, roughly 15 kilometres away from his home. Naturally fearing the worst, over the next few days, Granger's parents searched everywhere they could for him, calling hospitals and even scouring Waterloo Mountain for any sign of their son, but nothing could be found. When they finally got round to reading through his will, they found that, curiously, he'd crossed out the words death and deceased and replaced them with departure and departed. Perhaps it was a stupid thing to hold on to, Of course he hadn't actually departed on an interstellar voyage. But then again, where Granger was concerned, you could never be too sure. Born October 7th, 1948, Granger Ormond Taylor was raised in Duncan, a logging town in Canada's British Columbia, nestled on the shores of Vancouver Island. When Granger was barely a child, tragedy struck the Taylor family when his biological father drowned in an accident on Horn Lake. He was subsequently raised by his mother and stepfather. At grade 8, Taylor dropped out of school after apparently telling everyone 
that he'd already learned everything he could ever need from the academic system. After growing infatuated with mechanics and engineering, he began working at local mechanic shops and quickly adopted welding, electronics and reparation as new skills. Those around him said Granger could fix and repair just about anything. Soon he began restoring vehicles, initially working on a car, then progressing to a bulldozer, until eventually he restored an abandoned steam engine, bringing them all back to their former glory. As his experience grew, Taylor served as a mentor to neighbourhood children, passing on the skills he'd learnt in his formative years. Having mastered wheels on the ground, his attention soon turned to the skies. His next restoration masterpiece was a World War II P-40 Kitty Hawk, which he painstakingly brought back to life piece by piece. The shy, softly spoken boy was well-liked and known locally as a gentle giant, who would often put on displays at the farm, powering up his vehicles for any who wanted to see. Though some uncharitably considered him to be a bit of an oddball, the one thing that everyone could agree on was Taylor's brilliance, or genius bordering on insanity, as his best friend Bob Keller once said. Keller and Taylor bonded over a shared love of smoking pot and science fiction, and it was during these early times together that Taylor began to talk more extensively about aliens, UFOs and other life forms. Before long, he became infatuated with the idea of interstellar travel. As his obsession grew, Granger even built a spaceship in his own backyard. Slightly cartoonish, like the spacecraft he would have seen on sci-fi television shows of the time, it was never intended to fly, but more as a place to hang out, kitting it out with a TV, a stove, and even a couch that he occasionally slept on. But as he spent more and more time pondering the subject of space travel, he began to think seriously about how such a machine could be powered. Here's something you didn't know about me. I'm a terrible sleeper. Getting to sleep is fine, but once I'm up, whether it's the cat deciding it wants fed at 4am, or the little human in the other bedroom having a bad dream, there's no going back. Suddenly my mind is awash with what feels like every thought I've ever had in my entire life. I'll get another hour at best if I'm lucky. But not anymore, since I found the most effective CBD sleep product from Sunday Scaries. It helps me decompress and quiet my mind, so when I fall asleep, I can stay sleeping for longer. Whether you need to de-stress your crazy busy life and relax, or just get back to sleeping well, or tune out all the noise and reclaim your happiness, check out all the amazing CBD products at sundayscaries.com and use my promo code UNEXPLAINED for 25% off. That's promo code UNEXPLAINED for 25% off at sundayscaries.com. At some point, Taylor became increasingly dissatisfied with real life as he continued to dabble in drugs, in particular LSD and acid. Though his family maintained his drug use was always a vehicle to expand his mind and further his knowledge, rather than a simple abusive problem, there were signs that it was beginning to get out of hand. Taylor told those around him that he was in contact with extraterrestrials and was experiencing recurring dreams about alien abduction. He also claimed to be telepathically communicating with beings from another galaxy, 
and spoke often about travelling into outer space. One time, Granger said to Bob that he'd been offered passage to distant parts of the galaxy where he'd be able to see extraterrestrial technology. This, for Taylor, was everything he'd been working up to as he became firmly convinced that he had a greater purpose to fulfil elsewhere, away from our planet. And then, he disappeared. In the months following his disappearance, Granger's family exhausted all their efforts to find him, yet with Granger being Granger, they were never quite able to let go of that one glimmer of hope that maybe, just maybe, he would return 42 months after he'd left. For every day leading up to that seemingly arbitrary date, Granger's parents even left the back door unlocked and their son's room unchanged, in the faint hope that he might one day walk back into their home. And so it was on June 29th in 1983, exactly 42 months to the day after he departed, that Granger's parents and stepbrothers stayed up all night, their eyes turned to the heavens, waiting for any sign that Granger might be coming home. But nothing appeared. It was six years after his disappearance, on March 20th in 1986, that a group of forestry workers near Swakus, also known as Mount Prevost, stumbled upon something unusual, set back off a trail overlooking the Cowichan Valley. It looked like a blast crater, covering a radius of a few hundred feet, thickly overgrown with vegetation. When the Royal Canadian Mounted Police investigated the area soon after, they found vehicle parts scattered throughout the fauna, including part of a wheel lodged in a tree about 60 feet from the ground. Eventually, after a thorough search involving scent dogs, the police uncovered some bone fragments, the largest of which was a fractured area of upper arm bone, measuring six inches long. It seemed reasonable to assume that the site could be related to Granger's disappearance. However, since this was a time before the robust DNA testing we have today, without teeth or anything else identifiable, the police struggled to tie this to the missing man. After weeks, carefully scrutinising the vehicle parts, they eventually made some headway. Serial numbers on the wreckage correctly matched up with those of Taylor's Datsun pickup. Some small fragments of material were also found, which Taylor's mother was able to positively identify as part of a top that she'd crafted for him. But just what on earth could explain the violent scene had he actually tried to blast off into space. As it happened, Taylor's stepfather confirmed that dynamite was often used on their farm to clear areas and blow up tree stumps, and some appeared to have gone missing back on that fateful stormy night in November 1980. Neighbours had also reported a loud boom on the evening of Granger's disappearance, though this was easily lost amongst the chaos of the unfaltering storm that was battering the town at the time. The coroner's office pieced together the details and came to the conclusion that Taylor had taken dynamite in his truck and either deliberately or accidentally it had detonated. Granger Taylor's missing persons case 
was consequentially closed, with his death defined simply as undetermined. Some have speculated that Granger may have meant to take his own life. Since he was experienced in handling explosives, it was felt unlikely he would have an accident of such proportions. His close friend Bob Keller, however, disputes the police evidence and finality to the case, claiming that the truck parts didn't match up. The truck found by the police was blue, but Bob insisted that he and another friend had helped to paint Granger's truck pink shortly before he disappeared. Either way, it seems whatever the truth is, it is now far out of reach. This episode was written by Donna Mackay-Smith. Unexplained will be taking a short mid-season break. We'll return with episode 10 on Friday, March 5th. If you enjoy Unexplained and would like to help support us, you can now do so via Patreon. To receive access to ad-free episodes, just go to patreon.com forward slash unexplainedpod to sign up. Unexplained the book and audiobook featuring 10 stories that have never before been covered on the show, is now available to buy worldwide. You can purchase through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Waterstones, among other bookstores. All elements of Unexplained, including the show's music, are produced by me, Richard McLean Smith. Please subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to podcasts, and feel free to get in touch with any thoughts or ideas regarding the stories you've heard on the show. Perhaps you have an explanation of your own you'd like to share. You can reach us online at unexplainedpodcast.com or Twitter at unexplainedpod and Facebook at facebook.com forward slash unexplainedpodcast. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.